From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. It was a lot of time, really, that, that helped, and, and people were able to actually see that the the ideas everybody had surrounding hip-hop wasn't necessarily the way that it really went down. Uh, that There was a lot more about it was about uh, listening to music and the gathering of friends, just like most music events are, and it took a little while for people to see that, and I think it was just a matter of time that they could see the types of crowds that we actually were and the, the types of shows we were actually having that slowly let them open up to us to be able to do more. I'm Scott Yates, multimedia journalist with the Rockford Register Star. And that's my guest today, the Derelict Dynasty Corps. On today's show, we're meeting not one, not two, but three members of the Rockford Hip Hop Collective known as the Derelict Dynasty Corps. We meet Chris Sweeney, the artist known as Chris Jeebus. We meet his son, Kane Sweeney, the artist known as Kane the Able. And we meet Justin Whitworth, the artist known as Jay Church. We'll hear Chris share the creation story of the group and how its members initially struggled to find public venues where they could perform in Rockford. And we'll hear how the scene opens up to them as they work to improve the negative stereotype of hip-hop artists. This show is especially cool because we get an exclusive first listen to not one, but two previously unreleased songs. The first by Kane the Able and the other by Jay Church. This should hype you up for the group's upcoming free show called DDC Presents, a summertime slide through, including live music and live art by the group's members. An art auction will benefit the R Strong Movement Facility. This free show happens on Saturday, June 29th, at the American Legion Post 1207 in Rockford. Chris, Kane, and Jay were kind enough to visit the Register Star newsroom last week to tape this episode. So let's drop in on our conversation now. Let's just go down the line and introduce yourselves here for us. I'm Chris Jeebus. Thanks for having us. I'm Kane the Able. Thank you for having me here. I'm Jay Church. I appreciate the opportunity. Right on, fellas. Right off the bat, describe what you are trying to do here with Derelict Dynasty Corps. We're attempting to give uh, pretty much anybody that has passion for their art, uh, be it any type of art you have passion for, uh, we're trying to give people a platform and a safe place to uh, perform and get it out in the world. So the DDC here, as we'll affectionately call it from here on out, is primarily a music group, music collective, if you will, of hip-hop artists. But not just any hip-hop artist. We're going a layer deeper here. You guys are backpack hip-hop artists. What is that? Uh, backpack hip-hop is a kind of a lifestyle of type of how, how you take yourself out into the world. Uh, we tend to carry everything... Uh, with us that gives us the ability to do a show on the spot. Anything from uh, a large setup to a small, we come with 
our uh, music with us, our stickers with us, our merch with us, our microphones with us, um, anything that we need to be able to perform at any given moment. So you're the Boy Scouts with the Swiss Army knife of hip-hop. You come prepared uh, at a moment's notice. You can just uh, lay it out there and go to town. Absolutely. We feel like we got to give 100%, whether it's a, a show for five people or 500 people. So it's, it's, it's the same you know, energy and the same performance no matter what. Now, keen listeners to the Meet the Artist podcast here will know that uh, a previous guest was Vic Rivera, Vic Monsta, who is himself an icon in the local hip-hop culture in Rockford and uh, and, and outside of Rockford as well. Um, uh, so so we're, we're going to be doubling up on that kind of conversation a little bit. You guys are a wonderful segue, uh, again, to go a layer deeper into the hip-hop culture of Rockford here. Uh, uh, give us the backstory of Derelict Dynasty Corps here. How did you guys get your start? What was the scene like when you were first uh, grabbing the mic here? Well, about 20 years ago, uh, me and uh, or about seven friends and I uh, got together and started a little hip-hop group called uh, D.O.M., and at the time, there was no hip-hop being played in bars or anywhere, you know, in any venues locally. Uh, we would do, you know, just house parties and, you know, block parties, friends, events, things like that. And uh, at the time, uh, there was, wasn't really anywhere to have an outlet to even perform those types of things. So uh, we were lucky enough at the time to uh, be around certain friends and certain people that uh, were in the music scene also, but they did uh, metal music. Um, we became friends with uh, the Goodyear Pimps, and uh, they gave us a chance. Uh, when they got, at one point, they got signed to a major record deal, and at that time, the city was kind of allowing them to play wherever they want and have whoever they wanted uh, open for them, and. They, we would go to their shows, and we would be able to get on their shows and do a little freestyle sets. And so they asked us when they had the opportunity if we wanted to open for them, and we jumped on the chance. And from there, we were able to get a uh, gig with Big Daddy Woo Woo, and they let us perform with them on the Groove Walk and open for them at Mary's Place. And from that point on, I started to see, or the group and I started to see, uh, other hip-hop, underground hip-hop acts start coming up and servicing. And there was a lot more of us in the city than people realized. And about what years are we talking about here? Date uh, us a little bit. Uh, we're talking 99, 2000 area, maybe a little after the 2000, 2001, 2002 type range. So around the turn of the century, yeah. if we want to get uh, yeah, technical Yeah, we're going to reveal my age here. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was right in that, and it, which was an amazing time, because not only being the turn of the century, we were all looking forward to that big, you know, it's a new millennium. It's, it, things are going to be different. Things are going to change. And it slowly began to change, but, I mean, it, there was a lot of resistance along the way. So there was a lot of resistance at first here, and we don't want to call anybody out uh, and, and make any enemies on this show, but it wasn't always easy for you guys to grab uh, gigs to get booked in town. Uh, where was the first uh, venue in town that really embraced you guys as uh, the hip-hop groups? Uh, one of the, the first, uh, Mary's Place was always really kind to us and allowed us to come in and do a lot of open mics and, and some small shows there. CJ's was really the bar, I think, um, 
CJ's bar three, bar three, maybe even more so, which I don't think they're around anymore. Um, and they were the ones that really started allowing us to do full blown hip hop shows. Um, and of course that came with the stigma of, you know, it, it, everybody's always afraid of change and, you know, something new always freaks people out a little bit. So of course, you know, as, as that began to grow, people got nervous, certain places, you know, began to question whether or not we should be doing that or doing these things because the groups it would bring or, or just the way that we dressed looked different. So it was, it was, it was definitely a lot of back and forth on which side of town we'd be able to even play on. But we were lucky enough to have a uh, bar three and, and right there downtown to be able to, to have our back for the most part. Over the years, as you played out more and more, what do you think you were doing as the derelict dynasty core that made venues and the powers that be in the city a little bit more comfortable with your presence out there in public? Uh, as time went on and, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of time really that that helped, and and people were able to actually see that the the ideas everybody had surrounding hip hop wasn't necessarily the way that it really went down. Uh, that there was a lot more about it was about uh, listening to music and the gathering of friends, just like most music events are. And it took a little while for people to see that, and I think it was just a matter of time that they could see the types of crowds that we actually were and the, the types of shows we were actually having that slowly let them open up to us to be able to do more. Right on. What is it? Um, we're we're going to dig into the brainwaves of you guys as creative performers out there. Um, how do you get into the zone to, to make your music? Uh, like if it, is it lyrics that come first or is it a beat that comes first? Um, maybe we could have, uh, Jay Church or Kane the Able pipe in here as the performers, you know, uh, wh where do your songs and your, your music come from? Well, really, it comes from a lot of different places. And uh, this is, this is Kane talking. Yeah. Here. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Kane the Able, uh. It really comes from a lot of different kinds of inspiration either. Sometimes like a certain beat will catch you and make you put into some kind of um, thought process and you'll write about that. Sometimes it's just the word by itself that can make you think like a really cool story or something you can really go off of. Really, it's just like a lot of different things. It's not just one thing. It's always random inspiration from random people or random situations or sometimes it's just something that happened in your life and you want to get it off your chest. And you'll just talk about that. Do you have a track that you might be able to share with us? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's actually coming out super soon. So this is going to be like a little preview of it. It's called King Kong. So this is called King Kong by Kane the Able. Serpents so assertive, the word is I'm not from this current So hard to work with someone who was perfect Is it worth it, living being considered a vermin? That's all you are when you're living as a person First 50 foot American kaiju Born outside of Oregon, my origin is linked to the issue That is what this man has been through I'm the missing link, so keep that essential Let me introduce you to evolution at its finest Maybe I'm biased, because I'm the giant Maybe it's cause the only one is not a virus Nature's in a crisis, from lack of spices Life is lifeless So that was Kane Kong by Kane the Able there Which 
if I'm hearing correctly, that had a little bit of a metal influence thrown um, in there. Yeah, it did. Um, so growing up my entire life, I've always had two favorite genres of music, and that's metal and hip-hop. Uh, hip-hop really took over for the most part, but I still listen to a lot of metal, and I love metal. And um, that's actually not me screaming on the track. That's uh, my producer, Party Hat. Uh, he, he did that for me as a favor, and uh, all he's saying is Kane Kong. And, uh, yeah, no, I think he did really well doing that, and I think it brings a lot of life to the song. It's something you usually don't hear often in regular hip-hop. One thread that is sewn into just about every piece of creative work, uh, especially songs, I think, is an artist's strive to find their place in the world. And I'm hearing, if I'm hearing correctly, you're talking about finding a place in the world for yourself in that song. Am I am I right on that? Um, yeah. So the the whole concept of that song is mainly about like it, it kind of goes through like a couple different steps. It talks about how like being it's kind of like a, a boasting song where you talk about like just being like good or like being better or like trying to get better or like you know being better than what you used to be it also talks about how humanity could be better as a whole and uh not like be as pollution or polluted or not do as many bad things and we could all come together and be better than what we were you know uh being being human in a lot of cases is not good for the environment or for humans themselves and that song really goes and talks about that Right on, right on. Thank you so much for sharing that. So going on down the line here, Jay Church, what are you most excited about today? Um, I'm excited about a lot, actually. Uh, there's a lot that's been happening. I linked up with the DDC about a year a year and some change ago. Uh, we did a 420 show at Loft 1019. It was a super villain show. That's the first time I met Chris, and we've been bros ever since. Like you, you wouldn't see me anywhere without him. Basically, <laughs> um, you, you guys are kind of the three musketeers. I've uh, caught you out in the in the wild uh, at various venues in town, and uh, all three of you seem to be uh, a tight group here. It's it's great to see that kind of camaraderie within our creative community here. I think that's something that uh, Rockford really does super well is uh, foster. Uh, group cohesion and uh, friendship within the creative community here. You, Jay, you working on anything right now that we might be able to preview here or uh, give a shout out to? Yeah, I'm actually working on a couple of tracks from my um, album Ready. It's going to be releasing this fall. It's more of an R&B side, but I'm going to add a little hip hop into it. Um, if you want to, I can show you some. Uh, the song's called All Night. It's going to be on the Ready album that's releasing this fall. So be on the lookout for that, as well as a few other tracks that you'll probably see through social media and things like that. All right, let's give a listen to All Night from Jay Church. When the lights go out, I want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was All Night by Jay Church. Somebody opened a window in here. It's getting a little sweaty. Uh, that was a pretty sultry tune there, Jay. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's what you were going for with that track. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's more so the the adult version of a lot of things because I, I grew up in church. So, you know, everything that I'm doing now isn't really expected. You are not doing what is expected of someone who was raised in the church. Right, yeah. Uh, and that track is pretty indicative of that. That's some pretty adult material right now. Uh, the lyrics are clean, but the subject matter, not so much. How does it feel to be uh, growing up in one slice of life, but uh, being pulled into another direction in your adult life? Um, it's a good feeling because I get to express myself a lot more through my music. Um, in the church culture, you know, you, you perform in church, you perform other people's music, you know, you learn that stuff, and it's not necessarily 100% your own. You can make it into your own with your own sound, but as far as your own lyrics, you have to make your own sound that way too. So... That's how I feel like I'm I'm doing that with my music now, and it's not necessarily gospel or anything, but, you know, hey. you To to be a little sappy about it, you're bringing us all to church as far as your own uh, thought process, your own psyche, your own psychology now. You're, you're t- singing your own gospel. Yeah. Right on, yeah. right on. So to bring this conversation full circle, Derelict Dynasty Corps had a little bit of a rocky start getting accepted in the mainstream venues uh, in town here. You've been around for years now and have been more accepted in the community. Where do you see you going in the future? Where? What is the future of Derelict Dynasty Corps and uh, thus the future of your hip-hop art in Rockford? Uh, it's been uh, really interesting actually because for the first time i've ever noticed rockford taking off in a, in a major art uh aspect maybe it's been more acceptable culturally with music with art and everything that i've ever seen before um originally i'm not even gonna lie uh our worry about rockford for many years wasn't all that big of a deal. We were looking at Madison, Milwaukee, and, you know, we do a lot of traveling. We do a lot of shows out of state and out of city. And it's been awesome to be able to come back home and be involved in the time where all of these things in Rockford are making a big change. So our focus has uh, shifted slightly, and we've become a lot more involved with the scene in Rockford directly. And I would like to continue to be able to do that and be a substantial part of the Rockford music scene continuously. So if the cultural gatekeepers of Rockford were sitting in this room right now, what would you want to tell them uh, to better facilitate, or what would you want to ask them so that they can better facilitate the hip-hop scene here in Rockford? Uh, more, more city-involved opportunities. Um, I see a lot of city events, and there's always good music at these events, but very rarely is there hip-hop at any of these uh, city-involved events. And I would like to see some of that to come through as well and to allow us to partner up with as as much the city as much as we have been with the people. Uh, uh, We don't get to get involved with a lot of those bigger projects, and that would be really awesome to see hip-hop make those moves into it. 
All right. One thing I love to do to wrap up these conversations is pull up my guest's Instagram feed and find a photo that just demands uh, a backstory to be told there. So, uh, Jay Church, I've pulled up your Instagram feed. You are at Jay Church, D-D-C, all one word here. And I've gone down to a photo uh, that you posted on March 25, uh, your Caption is, well, first of all, the photo is a, a wonderful black and white photo taken by none other than previous guest, uh, Zen-tastic. He was uh, 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 the artist known as Zen Kingsley. Um, and go back and listen to our podcast with Zen. That was fantastic. Anyway, this photo is by him, and it is a, a fantastic group photo of what appears to be half of the Derelict Dynasty core crew here. Um, guys, I'm going to throw this photo back to you guys. What are we looking at here? Uh, it's actually a group of the whole DDC inner core, um, minus one person, our producer party hat. But everybody else in there is Stone the Unknown, Michael Mike Check, IQ, and then the three of us, of course. And that's our main, uh, that's our main group right there. Those those are the guys that are the veterans that have done a million shows and a bunch of different states that help kind of uh, mentor everybody to move up. Um, Kane is uh, the youngest out of all of us, and he's kind of been under everybody's wing, so he's gotten a lot of experience from a lot of places, which has been really awesome for him. So, Jay, that is your photo. The caption there is uh, reads something to the effect of, I wouldn't have the confidence without the support of derelict dynasty core uh for sure that looks like the photo that embodies the the camaraderie that this group gives out there is that what you were feeling when you were posting this uh photo um definitely um i'm glad to call everybody that i've worked with in ddc my brothers so we've been on we've been on the grind for over a year now getting everything ready and they've got they've given me the confidence to be able to see you know, what I have to be able to produce and what you all know as J Church. So I definitely appreciate opportunities that's been given, um, the behind the scenes work that we've done to get closer together to form that brotherhood, that bond. So it's all been dope for real. Yeah. So we've got three of those brothers of Derelict Dynasty Corps here in the Rockford Register Star newsroom. We've got Chris Jeebus, Kane the Able, and Jay Church in the studio with us today. Fellas, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you for having me here. Thank you again. I appreciate it. From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.